Hello, welcome to the Love Rosie podcast, the show discussing the 2014 film Love Rosie, five minutes at a time, with Ellen Asprey and Luke Allen. Hello, welcome to the Love Rosie podcast. I'm your host, Ellen Asprey, joined by... Luke, hello. <laughs> that was so <laughs> delayed. Okay, um, I'm awful at doing the intro, but it's fine. We'll work with it. I haven't done it in a while. And we just met. We just tried it before, and then we went off on a tangent. Had to delete it and yeah. start again. It was it was a pretty strong intro before, but we talked for about ten minutes about stuff. That no, had it to be it, cut it out. really wasn't. It was um, me just laughing and cringing because I did it yes, so bad. We can make we can make the listeners think it was strong. They, okay, they yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. It was that's the best true. damn intro they'd ever hear. Yeah, best one. And it's just deleted. It was just gone. too good. It was, too, it, was too, it was too good to hear. We had to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. Just, Universe could not handle our quality. No. So if Ellen, that if that was released, all podcasts would be over. Just yeah, they just they they would just be like, oh, can't hold up to the Love Rosie podcast standard. <laughs> and frankly, I like other podcasts too much to risk doing that to them. Um, yeah, no same. But uh, Love Rosie. Um, yes, minutes, again, that minutes, seems to be a recurring thing that we do. Yeah. So Love Rosie. These are uh, lovely minutes, by the way, guys. Yeah. If you if you if you don't watch along, which I assume most of you do, I think most of our listeners haven't seen Love Rosie which is so lovely that that's what we've been to told I find it hard you know coming here hard I mean you've had a tough time Rosie and seeing where we live you know our apartment our, our lifestyle oh, it's, it's... you thought I was jealous of you no I pity you Alex all I see is someone compensating for a crap personal life by schmoozing his way up the career ladder. Crap, crap personal life. All right, let's see. Um, stable relationship. Wait. Beautiful. Let me pause you. Got some comp- let me pause you. This argument is so childish. But it also feels kind of real. Yeah. No, I agree. The thing is, it's it's, it's tiny things that are really petty that yeah. actually hurt a lot. Like yeah, well, where, where he bit, takes in it in a, in a minute, yeah, yeah. There's like a bit in the mo- in a moment, which is just like oh. Hmm. But yeah, then so also, this, like in yeah. an argument, you would say it, wouldn't you? You yeah, some, stuff like that just just come out. It's it's so understandable. But yeah, yeah, I wrote first. I thought I'm I'm so unsure of what I think of Alex right now. But mm. then when he says in a second uh, what he says, which uh, I, I've then written too far. And a great circle of friends, a kid on the way who's going to have two parents, by the way, not one. And that I was like, no, that's that's too much. That's yeah. That. Like, what does that have to do? Like, that doesn't mean that the kid's going to have a better life than Katie. Oh, it, it does mm. annoy me, and I can see how she's frustrated. But it's this second bit now that comes. Sorry, I just mm. keep talking. Yeah, At I was going to say housing. in in the book. We do actually see quite a bit of Alex's son. Do we? I've forgotten his name. Well, it's not Alex's end, son. He is ends it? up, he ends up being good friends with um, Katie. Like there's there's the age difference, but like Katie really enjoys like looking after Alex's son, and it's so yeah, but sweet. it's not Alex's son. No, well, I'm trying to remember whether it's different in the book because it's it's. Hmm, I'll have to check. Uh, by I have to check, I mean I'm going to cut out this and not check because that's too much work. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, but but yeah. Um... Rosie, come on! I, I... Forget it, Alex. Go ahead and climb your greasy pole. Do you know what I will? Just don't come whinging to me when you realise that you're empty inside. No danger of that. Good. Excellent. Fantastic. I hate that bit. 
Oh, I really liked that, it. <laughs> did you actually? Of course you did. Brilliant. Mind you, actually, we, we agree on quite a lot of the stuff, actually, so. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not, see, I don't like it. I think it's just a bit, although I guess it does kind of bring back the Bridget Jones. Yeah. Comedy-ish. I'm not sure, I just, it, I that, that felt kind of slightly, I don't know. But what I do like here is it felt like um, the extras were slightly reacting, and that's rare. Um, like they're mostly blurry in the background but like there's a woman on the phone who's mostly chatting on the phone blurred in the background but every now and again you see her turning over and staring at Mm. them in a way where it's like oh they're actually reacting as if there is an argument taking place where you don't want to acknowledge it but also you kind of want to have a little maybe they didn't know about it (laughs) maybe they were just looking maybe but it works and then we we start hearing some music playing which is Alone Again Naturally which was written and performed by Gilbert O'Sullivan in 1972 Alone Again this is such a sad song isn't it and it was so stuck in my head for the rest of yesterday yeah so lovely and then we've got this the, the montage over it of kind of Rosie putting Katie to bed uh, I, I love this I yeah. love this the I don't know what it is but the colour grading in this yes. film is so lovely in most of the scenes and it's quite consistent considering like the inconsistency with like what happens yeah that makes any sense um, but yeah no I think this is so nice the colouring yeah, Brilliant. and um, the handheld works really, really well. Oh, I was, yeah, handheld, 100%. Like, this is how I want to do handheld. I tested it a little bit with my coursework, and it didn't work as great as I wanted, mm-hmm. but this is the level of handheld I want, where you do, unless you're analysing it, you don't go, oh, it's handheld. It's very, you kind it's of very just, smooth, you feel very, you you, yeah, see... you feel intimately involved yeah. with the characters. It happened a lot in About Time, which is why I like it so much. We have Rosie carrying Katie's bed. And then we see Rosie with a laptop, don't we? Yeah, and her and the little picture that Katie did. Of... Yeah, but then we also see a passport, so I don't know why we see a passport there. Maybe because she just got back in and just like dumped it on the table. Maybe. Maybe. And this, and then so she starts writing a letter. We don't know who to yet. I really like this window shot as well. Like when we zoom out from the window. And it's oh, just... I was going to say this is the only bit that I don't like. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think it's Yeah, I think the lovely. music just makes it seem like Paris. I don't I don't know, I just don't like it. Uh, but I have an issue with the sound actually. Um okay. which is so we we end this and we have alone again naturally and the music stops and we cut to her doing the cleaning in the hotel. Yeah. Now I wish the music played a little longer and that it stopped the moment we saw Greg's face. I wish it was yeah. alone again, naturally, bam. Because we're seeing her on her own and then we see him appear. And I think it'd be more effective than this kind of weird, odd, silent pause for like five seconds. Alone again, 
Oh, no. Yeah, because it goes black, doesn't it? It goes black briefly, and then mm-hmm. we cut in, and we just hear the sound of her cleaning. And it's just like, oh, I just, I don't know. No, I know what you me. mean. No, I know what you mean. If I end it... up really bored, I might try and edit it slightly better and see whether it works. Uh, but who knows? <laughs> Give it a go. Kill the time. Alone again. Pleased to see me. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I, I wasn't sure on how I felt about the zoom out. And then this bit, this bit with me and Greg again, <laughs> is a bit like, okay, cool. So, know, it's a bit odd. So Greg says, pleased to see me. And my note just says, no one is Greg. He's such a twat. <laughs> He's such a twat. But I have to say, I think by the end of the sequence, he slightly wins me over. Only just... Okay. Like I don't think he's good, but I think I genuinely see some some heart to him here. Mm. Because there's there's no, there's no benefit he's getting from this. It's not to sleep with Rosie. It's not anything no. else. Like he genuinely must want to be with want to see Katie. Or he's just alone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Alone again, naturally. Literally. Um, yeah, you never know, big Greg. This is, uh... What are you doing here? Send me Katie's drawing. I got on the first flight I could. No. No, no, no. I did that on a whim, okay? Katie drew the picture and it was a mistake. I never expected you to actually show up. That letter really made me think about my life. I want to meet her, Rosie. I am her dad. Dad? Oh, well, what precisely is it that you think qualifies you for that title, though? I, I agree. I agree totally with Rosie right now. Where were you, Dad? When she woke up with colic every night for the first few months? Or, or cut her first tooth? Or took her first steps? Cut her first tooth. No, that that's that that what's that's what confused me because at first I thought it was like got her first tooth or lost her first tooth, but it's lost, isn't tooth. it? It's lost. It's, it says it's, she says cut. Really? Because it said it on my transcript. I then went back and checked. She says cut, really? and I was like, what the heck does cut her first tooth mean? No, I'm pretty sure she says lost. Let's hit it with a screen, a screen share, and find no, out. No, please, because. Um, that's confusing otherwise. That's really confusing. The first few months, or, or cut her first tooth, or took her first steps. That's a mistake. It's gotta be, it's gotta be. Yeah, that's a mistake. You know what we can do? What? Well, we own the script. Just want to say a huge thanks to Christian Ditter for emailing us a copy of the shooting script so that we can check things like this. Oh, here we go. Cut her first tooth. That's what it says in the script. Interesting. Never heard of that saying before. No. I'm going to have to Google that. This just doesn't make sense to me. Maybe we call today's episode Cut Her First Tooth. I think we should. Most babies cut, cut their first, first tooth, tooth when they're around six months. That's, that's a thing. It is a thing. So is that is that that's just when your first tooth grows? Huh. I have no idea. I didn't know that Literally was that was what you called it at all. Never heard it before, so we learn something new every day. Not a clue. Today it's from Love Rosie. Fun facts with Love Rosie. Wow. Educational movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so educational. Um so then she Greg cuts her off and says, "Has anyone told you you have the most amazing eyes?" And at this Such at this point, act. I just wrote I just wrote Greg and Sally should get together. 
Why did I never think of that? Because they'd they'd get on fine because they'd both be so focused with themselves that like you know yeah they wouldn't annoy each other. It would work. Would... Yeah. Um, but then I think Greg's a little bit poor for her. Yeah, maybe. Has anyone ever told you you have the most amazing eyes? <gasps> I'm sorry, okay? I get it. I bailed on you. I was a total creep. But there hasn't been a single day in the last five years that I haven't wondered what she's like. Is she like me? Does she look out on the gene front? You're so full of shit. You have to give me a chance, Rosie. I can be different. I promise. Do you want me to crawl on my hands and knees? Anything, Rosie, I'm begging Just you. Just get up, you idiot. Look, if this were about me, I'd be driving into the airport right now. But you'd be right. And this was the point where I said it also seems like he kind we kind of he seems nice enough that we could believe that yeah. he may have changed. If this wasn't so clearly a film about Rosie and Alex, yeah. then I feel like there's a chance. If this were like a sitcom, for example, like where there's mm-hmm. the will they won't they, then I could totally see this happening. Um, yeah. Hundred percent. And then Rosie says, "One chance. One chance for any mess-ups, and you're out. And you'd be nice. And I don't just mean average nice. I mean Father Christmas, Easter Bunny, Tom Hanks, all rolled into one nice. Yeah. And you will buy her the most expensive pair of shitty pink shoes that you can find. I'm gonna Google. Okay, this is a really snobby thing for me to say, but the shoes that he gets are not expensive." And I've got to say... I wrote the exact same thing. My note says, I don't think the shitty shoes are that great, which I guess the point. No! But surely they're not that expensive. No, they look like they're from, like, Tesco or Asda or something. Yeah. Film, no, film I budget. think they do. Just, yeah, now I see that. I don't know a ton about shoes, but I did look at them and think, hmm. I knew too much about shoes, I think. But... I just, it just really irritates me. Every time I watch it, I'm like, they're not even expensive shoes. Just get them out of the picture. Get them yeah, out of the shop. I was going to say, if you just had, if you didn't cut to them and you just saw that she had pink shoes even, on, you'd be Even fine. if they were just, they could have just got on a Converse. Yeah. They're not branded shoes. And it annoys me. And I know that's so snobby. <laughs> oh, no, well, no, as I said, I wrote the exact same thing. And every time I've watched the film, I've thought it, where it's just been like, hmm. Okay, that makes me feel better because I do feel like a snob saying that. <laughs> And, it's just not expensive. And then we hit another montage with the music Take Me to a Higher Plane, which is by Kate Nash. It's from 2010. This montage lasted. I while like this song because my notes end here. Oh, this montage lasts quite a while. Yes. Oh yeah, we've got like a minute. Okay. <laughs> we've, we've we've gone on pretty fast considering like cut the tangents. How long have we been on for? I know, half an hour, pretty much. This is gonna be it's gonna be a nice easy edit for me. <laughs> yeah, nice, and it's like huge chunks of tangent as yeah, well. Yeah, it's gonna be about ten minutes, <laughs> but it'll be a damn I good know. ten minutes. <laughs> Perfect. But uh, but Love Rosie, we, we hit this montage. Um, 
where they're, they're flying a remote control helicopter. And I must say, I don't think I've ever properly managed a remote control helicopter without crashing it. I, I am oh awful. yeah, it's a remote control. No, they are hard. They're they so are really difficult. hard. I mean, I haven't had one in a long time. I remember I had one when I was about seven, and like I literally got it out and like it vanished and crashed into a tree like straight away. That's so that's so upsetting. I know my brother has a drone. Um, not it's not illegal because obviously you can get some illegal ones, yeah. or I think you have to have a license or some something. So what do you think wow. of Greg in this montage? He actually seems like quite a nice dad. I think. Yeah, he seems quite nice. I think I think he's just matured a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah, which I think... When we I first meet him... He's not just one-dimensional horrible. It's like when we first meet him, it's a little bit like, oh, he's still Greg. And then now, after this montage, it's like, oh, okay. And he's cooking food, and the food looks amazing. He's mm. cooking steak or something. And I don't know, it just looks... We're both vegetarians, so yeah, we can't really we can't, no. say anything about the steak. But I used to eat steak. Yeah, so. whereas I have never eaten steak, so I will leave you. Yes, there. so I I can still look at the food and think it looks nice. Yeah, which is sad times. I love all the different coloured seats in the cinema. By the way, where's that cinema? That looks so lovely. Oh yes, the cinema does look really nice. Oh, I just love cinemas. Yeah, I've been, so I said I've been trying to go every week, um, and oh, it's. I am loving being Black in Widow's a... out. The oh, yeah. new Marvel films out soon. The one I want to go and see this week, if I can find a day to go, is Freaky, which is okay. a horror comedy version of Freaky Friday, where it, it's like oh. it, it doesn't. It looks like it's going to be kind of cringy, but kind of fun. Where it's a teenage girl swaps bodies with a serial killer. Okay. And Vince Vince of Vaughn course. is playing the serial killer. And I'm just. Did you say that you have your thing at Odeon? Yeah. So. I... Did your family get it with you? Or... No, just I just got it myself. <laughs> you just got it alone. I, I've been going on my own for the past month. I like it. I enjoy okay, it because it's it's Odeon's like really nice. Isn't yeah. It? I've never been, but I know they have like the lounges. Yeah. Or something. Well, and my Odeon is like right by my town centre, so mm. rather than like spending those on cinema snacks. I pop by Molly's in Telford Town Centre and I pick up, they do like four lollies for a pound. So I pick up four mm. lollipops and then I pop, this sounds like the most childish thing ever, then I pop by Asda and buy a big bottle of chocolate milkshake and I'm good. <laughs> like like the proper like big ones, they're about £1.10 yeah. and it's just, oh yeah. I'm so shocked that the person sat next to you, Greg, didn't react in an, an evil way. That's yeah, because he's an extra. Back Katie. Yeah, I know, but imagine that in real life. They would have been yeah. like, excuse me, mm. can, re- you, can you not? I remember reading uh, some of the old scripts for Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because I'm a big Buffy fan. Mm. Uh, did you ever watch Buffy, by the way? Oh, no. no. You should. It's great. But um, I remember <laughs> reading some of them, and there was literally a point in the script where it went, where it went like, a couple of girls walk past and look at Xander, because Xander's one of the leads, look at Xander, but they don't say anything because they're extras. And like he wrote that in the script, and I love that so much. Like it's just. What? Why? I don't know. I like writing kind of. I I we a tiny bit we reduced to clear. We've written some kind of silly things in the taglines and the scripts just to. What do we have to say? He's cooking the montage, and then he's just happy, and we just get some lovely music, and then we think, oh, Greg, maybe he's not too bad after all. And then there's Rosie. Oh, oh, and then Rosie walks on the beach again. The beach is reoccurring, of course. I think I start to like it now. I'm starting to like it. Rosie's ice cream melts, and um, it doesn't. It falls off. Well, it falls she off. She drops it because she fancies him, and then it kind of 
it finishes so perfectly this time. Like normally it finishes like halfway through a word, which is so annoying. But today it finished as the ice cream fell. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Finally. And it's it's a good shot with the ice cream. There's a little bit of lens flare at that point in it. I said lens lens glare in the last podcast. I don't know if you noticed that. I did, yeah. It's quite funny. I think <laughs> it's the fair. same thing. Yeah, I think so. I didn't say I, I didn't acknowledge it as wrong, I just acknowledged it as different to what I call it. <laughs> so But it's not that's not usually what I call it, so I don't know. But it's quite funny though. Yeah, it was so that's so that's that's our minutes this week. That's it. And I have no film of the week, guys, and uh, no questions. So basically, guys, what happened was we had a question and um, we forgot to put it up before this episode, so we haven't got anything. Um, yeah, we tried to put it up like very last minute. It didn't yeah. work. Can, can, I give a, can I give a brief shout to a film uh, yep. for this week? My, yep. my little film of the week. I haven't watched many, but I did watch The Book Thief this week. I hadn't seen it before. Oh, I think I've heard of that before. Uh, my sister had read the book a couple of times, hadn't seen the film, so recommended that we watched it, and I thought it was going to be trash, it. but it was actually really sweet. Um, so I'll, I'll read the, the letterbox description. While subjected to the horrors of World War II Germany, young Liesel finds solace by stealing books and sharing them with others. Under the stairs to her home, a Jewish refugee is being sheltered by her adoptive parents. In many ways, it weirdly shares an awful lot with Jojo Rabbit, but it's like without the comedy. <laughs> it's 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 sweet. It's lovely. And Did you watch Making Tracks as well? Cause yeah. Just on your... Was that any good? No, but it was really charming. <laughs> oh, okay. Are, are you aware of it before then? or just? Sorry. I've never heard of that. I've uh, heard of the had... book feed. But the book thief. Yeah, Making Tracks had one of the cast members from Skins in it, and I was randomly scrolling through Amazon Prime with my parents the other night, and I was like, let's put this on. And it was like one of the most predictable movies. It's like a couple go backpacking, and then they have like an argument, and it's like, can their relationship manage the, all the stupid, funny things that happen when you go on holiday? Like, it was a naff indie film, but it was also exactly what I needed, so. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, Ellen, where can the listeners find us on social media? Um, you can find us um, on Instagram at LoveRosiePod. I think you can find us on Twitter and Facebook the same, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, you can obviously find our individual uh, Instagrams and details across those accounts. So if you want to check us out individually, then you can. You can email us at loverosypod at gmail.com. You can find us on IMDb and Podchaser, as well as obviously your podcast platform of choice, but you know that because you're listening to us. Um, Thank you for listening to today's episode. That was kind of smooth. That was really smooth. That was really well done, unlike Uh, mine. Anyway, (laughs) thank you so much for listening and hope to see you next week. Bye. The Love Rosie podcast theme is performed by Ethan O'Mahony and is a cover of Reprise from the Love Rosie soundtrack, originally composed by Ralph Regenmayer. The Love Rosie podcast is produced by Bottle It Productions and is distributed by Lemon Drop Studio. For more podcasts and blogs, visit lemondrops.com.